Welcome to Snack Circle. I'm Jordan. And I'm Marin. Grab yourself a snack and let's hang out. Welcome back to Snack Circle, everyone. Grab your snack, sit down, let's chat it up. This episode is going live the day before Valentine's Day. So, girl talk. We're about to celebrate the gals. Later, we're going to give our two cents about how to throw a fun last minute party for all the girls in your life to celebrate those friendships first you know we got to catch up about pop culture what's new in our lives Jordan Mm -hmm. what have you been reading listening to how's teaching going it's the middle of winter how are you holding in there holding up (laughs) yeah we uh we're buckled in you know um honestly March is um March is normally good in kindergarten. Like I keep telling myself that because March is like that's like they're at their peak of learning. They're still in it and then April May it's like okay, we're over it. We're ready to go. So I'm like okay, mm. we just need to make it to March. Um today was the 100th day of school. So we dressed up like grannies. The kids were so funny with the canes and the glasses and the pearls and the wigs. Um, Oh my gosh. No, by, yeah, by 1 p.m., like I was frantically running around, like, whose fake glasses are these? Who dropped this life alert button? Like, please keep your your costume on. Like, we don't know whose stuff is whose. Um, But we made it. And we're having a good time. So it is cold, but we are making it through for sure. I saw this really cute TikTok today of this girl in the car. It was like she was about to get dropped off. And she was like, no one else is dressed as a granny. No one else is granny. There's no granny. And the mom's like, there's that guy's dressed like an old man. She's like, She's like, it's, you said it was Wednesday. And she's like full blown. Like she has a gray wig. She has the rollers in her hair. She's like, no one else no. is dressed up. Like she's like, I, she's like, I cannot get, she's like in second grade. She has like the cutest little like accent. And she's like, I can't get out of the car. No one else is a granny. And I'm like, that is so relatable when it's like a dress up day at school and you go all out and then you show up and like no one else. And like the first few people you see are like, I'm panicking. Like, I thought we were all supposed to be grannies today, but she, they saw a grandpa or two. And so she felt good enough to get out of the car. I love that. No, like the inspiration from the other kids. It's like, okay, as long as there's one other granny in this sea of, you know, elementary schoolers, we're good. Um, I don't think she'd mind me telling this story on the pod, but one of my like core memories as a child is my friend Maddie showing up to second grade. I think. I don't know what kind of program we were in. We had like such a good music teacher who would like write the plays and then we would be in the plays and no, it was first grade and she did show up as a pilgrim the day early. And I remember like them having to call her mom and her mom having to come and like bring new clothes. Like, and me being like, oof, that's, that's brutal. That's brutal. Maybe it was second grade. I don't know. But we were we were small. And that's that's a core memory for me. Because I was like, why are you a pilgrim? It's tomorrow, girl. And she's like, oh. She's like, oh, shit. It happens to the best of us. And nowadays, you could just say like, oh, 
my parents were homesteading now. Like my my parents made their first batch of sourdough, and so now this is just what I wear fully. No, my like, mom is a beige mom. Yes, so... oh, I swear. Every time I get on social media, it's draining me. Honestly, since our conversation last week, where you're like, I'm done. Like I, my life is better without it. Like. I get on and I'm just like, I hate everything. <laughs> like That sounds so negative, but I'm just like, yeah. it drains me. Like, And I just feel like I'm on Pioneer Woman TikTok. Like, just all these women dressed in their, like, floral dresses. Mm. And the things that they say just bother me because it's so, like, one woman straight up said, she was like, it's very homemaker era which is fine I would consider myself a homemaker like I love it yes stay-at-home mom womanhood go off whatever works for your family slay queen but I I don't like this rhetoric of so I literally saw this woman on TikTok say it is my job to be a stay-at-home mom it is my husband's job to go to work so my husband would not ask me to come to his work and do his job for him so I'm not going to tell him to come home and do my job for me AKA he doesn't do dishes. He doesn't take care of the kids. He doesn't help with any of the chores around the house. He doesn't make a single meal. He doesn't even make himself lunch. He doesn't do the laundry. And I'm like, um, like I do agree. Like, yeah, it's his job to like go to paid work and you guys are a team and it's your job to be with the kids. Like literally that's me and Nick. Like that's our setup, but it's not like Nick comes home from work and literally, is like, well, I did my job. I put in my hours today. Like, sorry, your job never sleeps, but I'm checking out. Like, this isn't my job. You're the wife. Like, you're the mom. And I'm like, yeah, that's insane. And of course I go to the comments because I'm like, surely everyone thinks that this is insanity. Like, you guys both are in this home. These are both of your children. Like, but no, so many other women. together. Yes, but so many women are, like, exactly right, and there's, like, this toxic energy of, like, you know, for so long I had bitterness in my heart because my husband would never help me with the kids or with laundry or anything, and then I just had to realize that God made us so that I would do everything, and I need to, like, just serve him more and stop being bitter, and I was like, oh my gosh, what? I'm like, I'm like, so, okay, so that's husband- dark. <laughs> Yes, I'm like, whoa, 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 wait. Like, we are twisting things around. Like, back it up, ladies. Back it up. If you're an unsupported, if you're an unsupported parent and you're bitter that the person you're married to is not encouraging you and supporting you in the ways that they can, that's very valid. That needs to be addressed. Yeah, that needs to be addressed and not just swept under the rug. Like, Oh, is not great. Um, yeah, social media—it's brutal. And I think when I'm not on it, I'm like, oh yeah, like it's so brutal. Because now I'm like, I don't have a thought in my head about. Because I feel like there are people that you follow, whether you know them in real life or like you just somehow follow them, especially on Instagram, because we've all had our Instagrams for like so long. Like, yeah. I do see their posts, and I'm like, wait, I'm just mad. Like, yeah. I actually don't like that, like, that you're posting that, which is, like, whatever. Like, people, you know, but it's, like, if it causes me, 
if I'm mad about it, why am I following? Why am I investing energy? Mm -hmm. Like, you know? Yes, I agree. It It is something that you have to just be careful with what voices you allow to, like, affect you because we live in a day and age where you can literally just consume all the content anytime you want. And we just were not made to know everyone's thoughts and opinions because if I had a friend and like we were getting coffee and she were to tell me that like I just have to stop being upset that my husband like won't help me with the kids when he gets home from work because I have to realize that it's my job to take care of the kids and he doesn't have to help me with them and then um and that would be a point where I could like sit down and like have that one-on-one conversation be like where does it like say that in the Bible? Like, where are we getting this? Like, what would it look like if you were supported? Like, we, but it's the stranger yeah. on the internet. Mm-hmm. So, what am I gonna do? Comment something that like they're just gonna be really offended by and like just move on with their lives and then everyone attacks me or, yeah. So, it's like just this weird way. It's like fake connection and fake socialization. It's for sure. for sure yeah it's kind of been it's been a learning curve like this this is the first year I mean I don't even know how long we've had our I've had literally had my Instagram since like I was a junior in high school maybe and this is the first year where I really am like I'm not feeling it that much like I like I liked being on it for like a few days and I was like "Mm, I'm kind of over it and I don't know maybe that's like I'm outgrowing it or I'm just like in a different phase, but it is a long time to be on something, you know, like what, it, what is the equivalent of that for like our parents? Like what have they had? You know, like we've had that I'm 26. I probably had it since I was 16. Like that's Yeah. I got it when I decade. was a freshman. Yeah. I was kind of, a, I, I was mean, a latecomer. Okay. Strict parents, yes. but, <laughs> but that's good. I, I mean, I don't know if, I really like be real and I think that I I think if it's still if social media is exactly how it is right now when the boys are teenagers be real would be the first social media I would allow them to get because it's not heavily curated there's not that heavy comparison that I feel like there is on normal social media you just post a photo and that's it. Like, there's not the video. Yeah, you can't even, like, DM, right? Yeah, you can't DM. You can't monetize yourself at all. You There's, yeah, like, a Discover page. It's so wholesome. <laughs> yeah, I think there is a Discover page, but, like, I don't think anyone really engages with it. And there's nothing really weird going on there. I've never been on it. <laughs> and, yeah, I've never been on the Discover page. I'm always like, why would I want to see a stranger? <laughs> Which is ironic because so yeah. many people I follow on Instagram are strangers. But, yeah, I I really feel like I would be that super protective parent when it comes to smartphones. And actually, one of our summer staffers this I summer, he got a flip phone. Like, one of our little summer staffers, he's, like, 20. He literally is, like, I was on social media too much, and I literally hate it. So I got rid of my iPhone, and I got a flip phone. And I was like, maybe those will be our kids. Like, our kids will be like, we hate the right. Vision Pros. We're sick of social media. We're sick of technology. Like, let's go back. So, I don't know. Literally. I hope so. I hope that 
the next gen, like whoever's after gen alpha, like they kind of just cut it, you know? Like they're like, yeah. we're over it. So you're not on we'll social see. media. So have you seen the Vision Pro launch of like the new Apple like glasses? Like, no, honestly, reality? I know what you're just talking about. They terrify me. So, like, basically, you can wear these goggles, and mm-hmm. it's Apple, so, of course, it's very trendy-looking. It's giving Black Mirror, to be completely honest with you. So, of Hi. course, Nick is obsessed. Nick wants a pair immediately, loves everything about it. Nick is the type of person who would, like, He's get a Apple. chip in. <laughs> yes. Like, if Nick could get a chip implanted into his brain, he would do that. And I'm like, Nick, like, mm-hmm. that is dystopian. <laughs> Like, have you read a dystopian novel? Anyway, but like, he's like, it'll help with pro- productivity. We're like, oh. that is exactly it. I'm like, we don't need to. No, like, I know, Nick. Just... I know. <sighs> so, anyway, <laughs> basically, yeah, you just like put on these goggles and you can like, so like right now, if I had them on, I could have my phone and I could have my iMessages pulled up. And so I could like, and you can just like text with your hand. So, like, right here, I could just, like, be sitting here talking to you, but I have my little goggles on, and with my finger, I'm just, like, texting, and there's, like, in the glasses, no one else can see it, obviously, but it's, like, projected in my glasses that, like, I can, like, see my iMessage thread, and then over here, I could, like, be watching a YouTube video, and then over there, I could, like, be doing work emails or, like, anything, and you can, like, expand it as big as you want, so if I'm, like, looking at the glasses, I could, like, take even zoom our in? zoom call yeah and you can like make it giant and like zoom in and you can place it certain places in the room so if i'm like looking at our dresser oh, right no. here i can like pin pin whatever i'm looking at to like be on this wall in the room and then i look over to my left and i can like go and pin my i messages or something over there so as i'm walking around a room I can be like, oh, I'll like go over here and do like my salesforce stuff and then i'll go over here and i'll do my google doc and i'm just like and you can have it in the car which i'm like this is gonna change laws because i feel like people are gonna be driving like already videos are coming out of people like driving and they have their goggles on and they're just like like texting and like doing their gmail or tiktok i don't know what they're doing and I'm like, Nick, like, they're going to have to make laws about this. Like, they're going to say, like, you can't wear the Vision Pros while you drive. And he's like, what's the difference between, like, that and a heads-up display? Like, what if you're looking at maps? And I'm just like, can we just engage in the natural world? Like, do we always have to have a screen in front of us? Like, I'm so upset. <laughs> Literally. So upset. I'm like, wait. <laughs> and I'm just it's- like, why do we... You just think there's so many things in this, like, world that, like, we need help. I'm like, mm-hmm. and our school can't afford to, like, keep the kinder aids all day. You know, uh-huh. like, we have to cut their hours. And it's like, why are we, why are we making glasses? Like, we already can do it all. Like, you can already do all those things on your devices that we already have. Like, why do we need to see it through our glasses? It's just this but maybe idea. maybe we're like haters like maybe we're like not I don't know like but I, I just know. I'm like why like uh, hello I know I'm like I thought we all wanted to de- decrease screen time I thought like we have done the research Mark Zuckerberg has literally come out and said I am so sorry for what I have created and the problems that has created in this world and yet we're like 
and you know what? We just need it to be more integrated into our lives. Like we don't even need it to be on our phones. We're gonna we make need it, it to just easier. be there. Yeah. It's yeah. It's bleak. It is dark. Um that is bleak. Okay, well now I know. And I'm horrified. <laughs> I mean, obviously nothing in my world is gonna change. I I'm not gonna get them. And I seriously it's to the point like Nick jokes about getting them, but I honestly feel like if he were to like want to purchase some seriously like we would have to go to marriage counseling or something because it is so I'm so opposed to like morally I'm so opposed to them I don't know why no it's <sighs> insane it, it is it's giving black mirror yeah it's giving dystopian like at, where are we going to draw the line what is too much you know I, I always say like I'm in the right generation but so we're, we're pushing it okay we are pushing boundaries yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, interesting. Well, I'm horrified. <laughs> um, um, anything else that you've been reading, like up opposite screen time? What have you been? What have you been doing <laughs> with your life? Well, <laughs> I have been obsessed with the book series, The Thursday Murder Club, which is a I think there, I don't even know. I think there's five books now. I'm only on book two. But it is a series about a group of four elderly people who live in this retirement village called Cooper's Chase. And they, I hope that's right. I hope I didn't just like make that up. I think it's Cooper's Chase. And I can never pronounce anything when I read a book. Whenever I like I'm go like, to book oh. club and people actually pronounce it, I'm like, oh, that's their name. I haven't been Literally, saying that in my head. <laughs> um. So no, I, I was real confident and I'm like, wait, I don't know. But they are obsessed with solving murders and they like, and they kind of get away with a lot because they're cute and old and people don't like suspect them. And the author's name, I can't remember. It's like Desmond something, but he's a British comedian. So he's re like, they're really funny and so oh, charming. And I'm like, yeah, I'm really obsessed with them. I'm like, sir, if you harm any of these old elderly characters, I'm coming for you. Like, that's the end. I'm like attached to them now. So that I've been loving that. So I recommend if anybody is like into a mystery and it's definitely not like scary, you know, mm -hmm. it's very much giving like a little, like it's less scary than even building. Agatha Christie. Yeah, okay. it's giving only murders in the building for sure. Same vein. That's a good comparison. So that's been my read right now. And I'm the Thursday it. Murder Club. Mm hmm. Okay. Cute. So I'll good. put it on my want to read list by Richard yeah, Osman. I think you would like it. Yeah, Richard Osman. I don't know why I thought okay. that's me. It's so good. So that's my recommendation for the books. But is it like a whodunit? Um, kind of. It's a little more. I would say it's very character heavy, but then it is a whodunit in that there's always like crimes, and you're trying to figure out who, yeah, who did it, literally. But it's like they're pretty long. There's like a lot that's going on in the plot. There's a lot of twists, you know, and I love it. Cute. Um, I'm still reading Harry Potter. 
We did so I talk good. about that we're reading Harry Potter in my book club? Yeah. Um. So yeah, we just finished Sor- Sorcerer in the Stone, so we're gonna talk tomorrow night about that. Then watch the movie, and so then we're moving on to um. Chamber of Secrets. Is that the second one? Yeah. Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. So we're starting on that. And yeah, just so well written, obviously. So um, last book club, um, we just kind of dived into all the questions that we want answered that are never answered. Like, where did magic come from? Like, yeah. where does the wizarding world exist? Is like an alternate universe? Is it just like in plain sight, but people are oblivious and muggles are stupid? Like, does the government know about them? Like, all these little questions that are like, you know? Yeah. Justice for like Americans. Like, why are there no Americans at um, Hogwarts? Yeah. And then it's Is like, there an are American there American school? Yes. Which because I feel like even. Well, even in, like, the later books, when there's, like, different schools, they're still European. Yeah. So, I think there's, like, two other schools, and, like, I'm, like, whoa, do, is there no magic? Like, where's the magic in America? I mean, you know, you know, I I mean, it's still witch trials. You know there was stuff going on, like, come on. Yeah, that would have been cute to reference, like, oh, you know how Americans treat their witches or whatever, like, the Salem witch trials, like, even to be like, oh, they got rid of all the witches. I don't know. It would have been good to, but she does answer so many questions. That's something I'm noticing, like, while I'm reading, it's like, every time she kind of introduces this new theme, she, um, explains it in a way that's, like, not very obvious and, like, dumbed down. It's like, you know, and I think that there's that point of view because, like, Harry is also learning about this world as he's going through. I've also noticed because I've already started on Chamber of Secrets, but she, I mean, to be honest, I'm, like, kind of reading them all at the same time because I just, like, am flipping back and forth because I just am so curious. But every first chapter, she recaps the last book. And I'm, like, maybe that's mm-hmm. because, like, maybe she thought about, like, the kiddos reading it that's like we have to like yeah remember what the last book covered but it's like oh the like the dursleys like uh, harry's aunt and uncle who are not witches or wizards at all and they hate everything about magic like we're still saying it on book five like we're still recapping every time and i'm like that's something you need yes. that's like i guess separates it from an adult series it's like we're always refreshing what we've already learned <laughs> For sure, which I love. I love a little refresh. Yeah. J.K. Rowling, what a girl. I mean, controversial, but good writing. Yeah, we also talked about that at the last book club, kind of like this whole, like, it's so hard because, like, people love these characters, but they don't love the way she's spoken <laughs> in her real life. For sure. And it's, like, that complexity of, like, there's these, like, these, we grew up with these books and we love them and have so much love for these characters. And like, we want to keep reading them and buying them, but like, how can we support an author who has said these words and said these harsh things? It's like, yeah, it's so true. It's, it's a conundrum, but that's so fun. Harry Potter's so fun. (laughs) 
that's me um also new season of the bachelor are you watching we haven't talked about yes me and the girls from work we're watching um he's hot he's giving short even though he's not that short but like whenever like whenever we see him we're like wait he he like comes across short and i I don't love that he's 511 but Oh, so it's not like I mean he's that's that not short, but like, super tall. I mean, usually they're like six. Yeah, my mom's five eleven. Like. Yeah. yeah, my mom is too. So I'm like, hmm. Not our moms like being so much taller than us. Like everyone else grows their mom, not us. No, literally, my mom always looks at me and my sister because my sister's five four and I'm five seven, which I feel like five seven is pretty tall for a girl. And you're tall too. Yeah. You're like what, five nine? Yeah. And like my mom eight. literally my mom always like looks at me and my sister and like why are you guys so short and I'm just like excuse me literally I'm like shoo but no so he's giving short even though he's not that short but I love a bachelor who night one kisses everyone like I just love it like I Do want you them, I want them to kiss no one or everyone I hate when they kiss one or two I'm like let's either you need to be making out with, with 10 women here or you should not kiss anyone. Like, that's what I think. And so I love that for him. I love a kiss. Jordan, I just realized, why have we never submitted you to be on The Bachelor? Okay. Pause. The dead silence. No. <laughs> why? We're we're so focused on Survivor. Like, but everyone would be obsessed with you. Hello? Well, you know... I would love to go on just to like be a girly pop, you know, like I'm, I'm in the pool. I'm like lounging. I'm having drinks. I don't see myself falling in love with this man while he's like kissing all these other women, but I do see myself having so much fun on the show and being like, wait, I love this until we had to do the stupid football challenge. They always like have to do. And then I'm like, wait, I'm out. Well, like, like when they have like to play doing... a sport together. I hate the sport. But the thing is, you would never go on that because you would always get the first one-on-one. And so you wouldn't have to do the mm. horrible football date because he would take you night one on the first one-on-one because he's like, she's so quiet and mysterious and those blue eyes, I have to get to know her more. Okay, you're really hyping me up. That would be ideal. <laughs> that would be ideal. But I am worried about the you know the sports day or like I don't know sometimes they do stuff and I'm like I just wouldn't want to do that and I don't think I would like I don't think but then I don't know if I'm there it's like well I might do it I might jump out the airplane I don't know sometimes I surprise to, myself I'm gonna have to submit an application for you <laughs> that's gonna have to because you would have the I'll best record the pot ever. The mansion. yeah <laughs> I'll get some guests in here when you're on your sabbatical. No, you would have the best hometown. You would best meet the parents. Like oh, Andy and Luke. So Natalie. Natalie and Drew meeting the bachelor. Natalie and Drew would would make waves. Drew I do think glass? they might they Yeah, I do think they might can we go steal chat? the show <laughs> the thing about natalie and drew is that they would steal the show like just by being on the tv like they're both kind of america's sweethearts already in everyone's minds um 
brief tangent because we have just been chatting, but Drew came to have lunch with me on Monday at school. And like, you know, you can come in like the visitors and have lunch. He brought me Chick-fil-A. And Marin, the way that the um, office ladies were fawning over him, like, like texting each other to come to the front. Like, I was like, why is every like employee that works in the front office here? And it's because everyone in the school was like, oh, who is that? And I, and everyone was like, that's Jordan's little brother. And everyone was like, oh, and I was like, oh my, I'm like, Drew, get in here. <laughs> you know, like there's never oh a man in the building. And it's like, yeah, Drew, Drew being six, four, everyone's like, oh, okay. Like it really, it like ruffled the, it ruffled the feathers, made waves, you know, oh my it's like goodness. the office, Although- there's like glass in front. Everyone's like stopping. I'm like, okay. Yeah. They're all like pressing their like noses against the glass. Like, Hey, <laughs> literally oh, so funny it's hilarious so he has that effect on people unfortunately <laughs> dang but well, i'm gonna submit your application and i'm just hoping that like thanks girl. we get to hometowns you get sent home at hometowns you become the bachelorette which like i'm so scared to literally even speak this into existence because i want it for you so badly but if you do, if it does happen, they're going to find this podcast episode because you know how they unearth all the bad things and they're going to be like, right. she's here for the wrong reasons. And I don't want that for you. So if it is future us, if if it's the year 2026 and Jordan is about to be the bachelorette or she's on the bachelor and you're listening to this podcast, she has nothing to do with it. She is so pure and so good. I'm here for the wrong reasons. Oh. And she's here for mm. the right reasons. Yeah, let's put that on record. I'm here for the right reasons, and I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> Just kidding. She's actually here to make friends, not here to find love. No, that's why I'm at the freaking Bachelor Mansion, but anyways. Oh okay, well, I was going to tell you that I made a Michelada tonight, and Nick oh. found me a gluten-free beer, so he made me one, and um, I have to show you the rim of it because... It's like gone, you know, like we put the schmoy <gasps> and like the tequila yeah. on the rim. And obviously it's just the rim. So it's like no alcohol was present in the rim of the drink. But I, Paxton was sitting by me and I was like, Paxton, do you want to try the tahine? And he like yeah. licks it and he's like, like unsure. And then he's like, whoa, that's really good. And suddenly he's sitting on my lap, licking the whole rim <gasps> of the glass. He's obsessed with the king. I and love Chimor. that. And I was like, oh my gosh, we got to get you on the gushers, the the Mexican yeah. candy. So oh, he's so your was, kid. I love that. The way he like is suddenly sitting on top of the table, scooting Zonk. closer and closer, <laughs> like a little puppy, just like, mm, I like it. He's but like, okay, oh, looking that. Stop. Yes, I love that. Cute. Love a Michelada. Okay. So, Galentine's it's tomorrow, coming. February 13th, right? That's officially Galentine. Yeah. According mm-hmm. to Leslie Nope. Parks and Rec, they coined it. And now we follow it religiously. <laughs> Um, I don't think we're gonna do a Galentine's this year. No one's really 
put it out there. Maybe maybe I should be the one who does it. I don't know. But you had one yeah. last weekend, right? Even though it was snowstorming. We did. Yeah, we were supposed to can't. I mean, we were. I I was like, we're gonna cancel. And Alana was like, people in Colorado like drive in the snow. And I was like, oh. So oh, yeah. we ended up having it, which I'm like, okay, well, bold. And yeah, we had one. It was so fun. And Cute. Yeah, it was really nice. What did y'all do? Well, this is one of my party ideas because Alana's yeah. thought of this. Okay, and let's we get went to it. Yeah, so we're thinking like, what can you do for a Valentine's party? Alanis thought of this and so we went to Trader Joe's and bought just bouquets of flowers you know you know TJ's they had the best cheap Mm -hmm. big variety and then everybody else brought bouquets and then Trader Joe's gave us like a free bucket like one of the flower buckets Oh, nice! and so we just put yeah we just like cut them all open like the bouquets put them all in the bucket and we made our own bouquets in like little vases like we bought we thrifted some vases and bought some from the dollar store and everyone made bouquets, and it was so fun. Of course, we made a playlist, Girly Pops, um, and drank wine and spritzers and made bouquets. It was so fun and easy and cheap. Yeah, that's super cute. That's so funny. That was going to be one of my ideas, but I didn't put it on my list officially, but... That's a cute idea. I like that. I like that everyone brings their own bouquet. So, like, if you're hosting the party, you don't have to stress about, like, I have to pick out all these flowers. And if you want to do it last minute, it's, like, I feel like florals get pretty sparse around Valentine's yeah. Day. So, mm-hmm. get, them, get them before the boys do. Yeah. Um, Super fun. Okay, kind of adjacent to that, kind of like a crafty DIY situation is – um to make your own candles and so I know uh, literally the other day I saw someone like harvesting their own honey or like beeswax and like making like they have bees and they got their own little beeswax and they melted it down and made fresh like beeswax candles you don't have to go all the way up you don't have to go off like that but I feel like the candlesticks are really cute and trendy and I have a friend who actually like just buys candlesticks and she warms them up a little bit so they're like moldable and she like make fun little shapes like I don't know if you've seen the ones that are kind of like um to use it's like yeah like two little Mm -hmm. curves and so like it kind of sits on like the u shape of it and so the wick looks like a u and it's cute um or you can like twist them and make them little spiral ones and you can get like a bunch of cute little colors and you could probably thrift a bunch of cute candlestick holders too. So that could be a fun little craft. Like make your I own little that. hand-dipped ones even. Or just like the regular ones in the jars. Like thrift jars and get some wax and essential oils and the wicks and go for it. Oh, so candles. cute. Yeah. I love, well, I love that like a dinner party's coming back you know, dinner parties are in. And I love like mm-hmm. a DIY. We've talked about it a little bit. This is like the year of the DIY, you know? And DIYs can be simple. Like you don't have to be wild and out. Mm-hmm. Um, another Galentine's idea that I think is fun is 
getting a bunch of stationary stuff, just literally from the dollar store or like Hobby Lobby. And everybody writes um, not really love letters, but just like their own Valentines to people. Because now that we're like adults, we don't really send Valentine, like like the children, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, I mail my Valentines every year, but I just think that's fun to like buy a bunch of like stickers and stationaries and have everyone make Valentines for people in their lives. Um, and then you have your little Valentines. It's very nostalgic, like the trading of Valentines. Mm-hmm. It is. To get a Valentine but... is very nostalgic. Yeah. I mean, I, that like really does not happen at all, but that'd also be cute to like make little mailboxes and just put them in each other's Stop, boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to make mailboxes in Tinder. your classroom? We make, like, their teddy bear bags. <laughs> okay. Cute. Yeah, it's really cute. Okay, so we know that Eras Tour is out. You can buy it. Watch it at home. Mm-hmm. It's it's and coming it's... for free on March 15th, Disney Plus. <gasps> Disney Plus Disney. got her. Okay. There you mm-hmm. go. Dang, kind of wish it was February 15th, but it's fine. Why did we pick March 15th? Right. What's going to happen on March 15th? I feel like I don't know, I'm so everything scared. is connected. <laughs> it's um, true. So, yeah, watching the Eras tour and make the friendship bracelets, wear your outfits. We actually yes. did that. We had, like, a little watch party, and we all wore little outfits and had lavender haze wine and I'm like that's such a cute idea that would be a cute Valentine's Day idea too I like that that is oh I love it and yeah making the bracelets iconic Mm -hmm. um my third and final party idea is and I've seen this I saw this on TikTok but um making themed like cocktails or mocktails so you like pick a theme of your party I've seen, I've seen like Taylor Swift eras be a theme and everyone has a different era. I've seen like holidays be a theme and everyone has a different holiday. I've seen A24 movies be a theme and like everyone has a different A24 movie, which I'm like, wait, how do I get into that party? Um, But, and then you make a cocktail or mocktail that coincides to your theme and I think that's so fun because I think also what's fun about that is if you're hosting, you're only making one thing and then everyone else is like bringing something. So you're not so concerned about providing everything. And then you have like a big variety of stuff, which is fun too. And it's fun to make like be the one to, you know, come up with something. So I think that'd be so fun for Galentine's. Yeah. Uh, my last one is a favorite things party. And so you, I mean, if you want it to be super last minute, you could even tell everyone to like bring their favorite book or just bring a favorite thing around their house that they don't mind getting rid of. Um, and basically, yeah, you just bring your personal favorite thing. Everyone like stands up and presents their favorite thing. And then you kind of do like a draft or you like draw names of like who picks and then it's like like you pick the name and you give that gift to that person 
So, like, if I were to bring a mason jar, I would be like, this is a mason jar. This is why it's my favorite thing. And I'd pull a name and give it to that girl. And so everyone leaves with a little gift. And you can, like, set it to be, like, a price limit. You could say it's just a book around your house. You could say it's $5, $10, whatever you want to do. I love it. I love a girly pop party. I love the girls getting together, it being easy, and, Mm. but also it being easy, but also, like, making it fun. Like, making our adult like parties more fun than just being like oh let's just come over and then you know watch like watch something it's like let's do something with like a little pizzazz like let's have a party like we're little kids you know like it's just fun yeah my friend was telling me about the magic of the third thing so like anytime you hang out with a group of people like you have like coffee together and you're there to hang out and talk but like you need that third component to like kind of finish it all out and like make it not be like an interrogation of like yeah like it's you know do something with your hands like coloring books or playing cards or making a bracelet or doing the floral bouquets or things like that that just you know especially if you are maybe like new to an area and you like want to get to know people I feel like no one is going to say no to, like, getting together with other women and hanging out, especially in this time in our lives of, like, either you're super busy in your career or you're a mom or, you know, I just feel like a lot. It's kind of that weird transition of, like, we don't have a lot of downtime and when we do, it's, like, after work and we're exhausted and, like, just to have an excuse to, like, get out of your routine and, like, go do something, people are going to want to go to that. So, like, if you do want to throw a Valentine's Day thing, don't overthink it. Just invite people over. No one cares what your house looks like. Just be together. Enjoy it. Hang out. No. I literally think all you need is, like, a good snack, a good playlist. And then if you're worried about it, yeah, have a third thing you know like Mm -hmm. plan a little craft or just make sure that you have something going on if you're worried about it yeah and it's or even I think it's so fun we overthink it yeah yeah exactly so fun and easy so easy we just need to do it more I think it's like when you're little you think like oh I'm going to grow up and I'll have my own money and just like be able to buy things do like fun things with my friends and then you get older and it's like actually I don't have that much money and I have no time because I'm trying to get that money <laughs> yeah it's like it is yeah mm-hmm. what if we just like prioritized doing the things that we thought we would do when we were little girls you know yeah let's try it yep okay well that's the episode. Happy Valentine's Day, gals and the guys yes. out there. Thanks for being our gals today. and the Kens. And the Kens. We love our Kens. The few Kens. Yeah, yeah. If you're a Ken out there, maybe create a space for your gals to have a Valentine's Day together. Maybe, like, paint their nails. Yeah. <laughs> Buy your girly some flowers. Literally. Literally.